everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 Hello everybody, welcome to the 100th episode of Cox and Crendor in the morning. Oh uh, yeah, it's the 100th one. Yeah, I knew you would have forgotten. I was aware <laughs> you would have forgotten. In fact, I think most of the people listening right now were convinced we had forgot. I didn't forget, I just didn't do anything special for it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I made no special plans for this, because I want to let you know, if this was really special, we would have had the 100th episode done for you maybe a year ago yeah if anything we should have <laughs> the fact that we're having it now is a disappointment really we should have about fifty thousand more episodes yeah, done really but, you know you know this, is, this could be a clip show you could have got a clip show is what you could have got that's usually what show. happens yeah we can just put in clips oh this is what we should have done we should have <laughs> taken clips from previous episodes put them together and see if anyone noticed <laughs> <laughs> Man, and Dude. not said a damn thing. Just been like, just made an intro that's like, "Welcome to the hundredth episode." Actually, that's what we're gonna do. Hold on, Crendor, that's what we're gonna uh -huh. do. We're gonna put, we're gonna put a clip show together. <laughs> Wink, and we'll see if anyone notices. Wink, and now people are gonna wonder: Is the next thirty or so minutes from old episodes or a new episode? Oh, man. Boom. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. We just figured it out. We just figured out how to blow your minds. You're gonna listen. You're gonna listen more closely than you've ever listened before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah even i'm confused <laughs> isn't that right crendor today yeah. we're going to talk about things of a funny you nature lads. you lads <laughs> jokes <laughs> florida man i don't tuesday <laughs> nailed it <laughs> perfect All right. so uh, I discovered something about humanity last night uh -huh. that made me realize <laughs> humanity's stupid. All right. Like, if aliens come to Earth, you figure we would try to be like, welcome to Earth. We are just as intelligent as you are. I'd be like, nope, subjugate us. Make us into dog slaves because we don't deserve it. Dog slaves? <laughs> dog slaves. <laughs> Why not normal slaves? Because we'd be dog slaves. We'd oh. have collars, and they'd feed us out of bowls. <laughs> so last night, I, I'm like, I'm going to go to Chipotle. I want some Chipotle. It'll be I'll be, it'll yeah. be fine. It's up the street. So I drive up the road, and it's literally just up the street. So I imagine this will be a five-minute in-and-out deal. I'm yeah. good. As I drive up there, I notice there are cars everywhere. I'm like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Apparently, it is the 50th anniversary of the city that I live in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so fireworks and cars and people walking around. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I was like, fine, whatever. So I drive over to the Chipotle. And in the Chipotle parking lot, a giant sign reads, no event parking. As I pulled in, I guess the big party let out. And hundreds of people are walking. Where? Into the parking lot that says no event parking. <laughs> and getting into their cars. <laughs> and I finally, after waiting 10 minutes to even get in the parking lot, Find a place to park. Get out. Go go inside the Chipotle. Yeah. In the Chipotle, maybe 13 police officers. What? I swear. And they're all sitting there eating Chipotle. And I was like, I was about to tweet out, wow, I'm in a Chipotle with 13 police officers. This is the <laughs> safest I've ever felt. And then I did a dot, dot, dot. And I was about to write, 
for being a white guy around a bunch of police officers. And I was like, ooh, someone might take that the wrong way. <laughs> yes, yeah, just saying here, people can be like, hey. Well, they can hear my inflection in that I'm joking and that I find yeah. it rather ironic that as a white guy, I was about to tweet, like, I feel really safe around all these police officers, but if I was a black dude, I'd be like, uh... <laughs> uh, this is <laughs> right. There's the it's the irony of the situation in America. I get it. I get it. I get Thank it. you. I get Thank it. you. So I didn't tweet that out because I was like, ugh, Twitter, 140 <laughs> characters. Someone's gonna be like, that's fucking racist, Jesse. No, it's an observation that our system of judicial and policial uh, function is disfunct. <laughs> it's disfunct. Yeah, uptown funk. Yeah. So that's that's and and you know you can't. You can't be controversial on the Twitter, or else the kids will be all like, Doo! like today, <laughs> I wrote I wrote a thing uh, to, I think, Hannah from the Oxcast about her fridge. And I said, I approved, I said, my borderline OCD personality approves your fridge, or whatever I said. Yeah. And I got like 13 messages from people that were like, OCD is a real problem. That's not and what OCD is, Jesse. You don't have it, and you're offending me. And I'm like, whoa. So... I guess what I'm saying, all that put together, I'd rather we all be slaves to aliens so I don't <laughs> put up with this shit. So the aliens yeah. just, if you talk back, the aliens kill you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I don't dream saying. like that. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, hold on. First off, when he said the 13 police officer story, I thought it was going to be like one of the event people like went into Chipotle and like punched someone and now they're like all there. No, 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 no. They were literally all sitting there eating. And just eating in Chipotle, and they all had different patches. Oh, this is what I thought was cool. I actually was, like, checking out the police officers. First off, there was a really hot police officer there. I was like, damn, police officer. She was looking fabulous. She was this little, like, Hispanic girl. She was like, mm -mm." Anyway. But um, they all had different patches, and I guess each patch is, like, like, it's like NASA. When you go up on the space mission, you have a different patch. Yeah. For, like, each mission. So the two people in front of me in line had patches that had bike patrol on it. Like, it was a bike. Yeah. And their police outfits literally could have been just like, they were like it was like a t-shirt and sweatpants. I swear to God. I was like, you guys got shafted in the police force. <laughs> and then the people sitting down, there was uh, some like ambulance police. They had like a, a green cross, but I guess it's LA, so it could, they could be the pot police. Like they're, yeah. uh, so, so there are two with crosses. Uh, uh, and then there was uh, two more with bikes. And there was two more that had like a street sign. <laughs> and, and, like it was ridiculous. They all like different symbols, and I was like, "Oh, this is the coolest!" Like, I want to know more about police. Yeah. Like, I want to. I wanted to ask them questions, but I, I'm still afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're still even like... even even though <laughs> I'm a white middle class male, I still am very afraid of the police. <laughs> I'm not. I was like, "Look, I don't want to ask them any questions. Who knows what it's they'll like, do?" Like, uh, hey guys, how's it going? It's like, what you talking down to me? <laughs> talking down? Is that what you're doing? I was like, you haven't paid your taxes in seven years, have you? Like, oh, I, I, I get, I get that way around police, but then I do the the opposite thing where, like, you know, people they um, like if they if they're driving in the car and a police officers behind them, they uh, like either slow down or they try to look yeah. like oh, everything, everything's fine. I do the opposite where I'm <laughs> like, I don't even care, you fucking there, cop. I'm cool. <laughs> and I just like drive one handed and sort of like like flip the dial and look back like sup. Right, like, <laughs> I, I do the complete opposite. Like I'm so cool, it doesn't even matter. You're a police officer. Yeah, I try to do that too. I'm just like, I don't even care. Like, you know, I'm going the speed limit. You know, 
I can do whatever I want, unless my registration's expired, which it isn't, because I'm an upstanding citizen. Yep. <laughs> unless, they, <laughs> unless they pull you over. <laughs> yeah. Oh that's, my goodness. Uh, I'm not I'm not not saying my experience with police officers have been uh I mean, for me they've been good. Like it, it's weird seeing like actually seeing racism. Yeah. Like visually seeing cuz for me I've been pulled over maybe 3 times in my life and mm-hmm. two of the three times they were like, oh, "All right, we'll let you off with the warning." And one time, the only other time it's the only time I've ever gotten a ticket was cuz I was dr- I was moving to New York. In a car, following my dad in a car, and my dad was going like 80 miles an hour, and I was trying to keep up with him, and the cop pulled me over. I was like, you know, you were going 80 and a 60. I'm like, well, what? I was trying to keep up with my dad. My dad, meanwhile, Ed did not come back for me. He's like, he's like, meet me at this uh, gas station up the road. I'm not getting pulled over for you. I'm like, what? But the cops have been very nice to me. Meanwhile, even going back to when I lived in my old uh, town of Oakwood in Ohio. Uh, one of my friends, Eric, was this, like, you know, maybe, I, I would say maybe the only Hispanic kid in my entire high school. Yeah. And every time he drove in from Dayton into Oakwood up Far Hills Avenue, the cops pulled him over every time. <laughs> to the point to the point where they were like, oh, hey, Eric, and then just turned around and got back into their car. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, like, I've never experienced anything like that. And I'm like, I, I don't imagine that I could tolerate it. Like... Yeah, God bless people awful. who have to tolerate that shit because that is unbearable. Yeah, which like, going, go to the which going back, something too. Like, that'd be what? shitty. Oh, um, uh, Gerard, our good friend Gerard, shaves every time he gets on a plane. <laughs> yeah. So that he's he's like, when I shave, I look like I'm Greek. When I don't, I look like I'm a terrorist. And they always stop me. <laughs> I'm like, that must suck. He and that I are the really exact shitty. same gene pool, except I got the Irish side and he got like the Middle Eastern side. Yeah. So for me, they're like, "Oh, go on through, Bucko." I'm like, "Thanks, there, Mister." And for him, it's like, "We're gonna have to full body search you." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like going back to earlier, it's kind of like I wanted to tweet out and make a joke, like you know, being a white guy with all these police, it's pretty okay. But if I wasn't, I'd be a little for like the more you think about it, the more you're like, "Holy shit!" I've I've read two articles about it recently, and one article said that in a study. The results of the study felt like police officers had this, in like almost looking down attitude, at yeah. at various minorities, especially young black men, like looking down at them as like lesser than human. But mm. then another study said that most police officers, if anything, fear young black men and are like, and that that like pushes their angst around them. I don't see why it can't be a combination of both. Like, Plus like it probably comes down to like each individual. A lot of police and stuff already get the power trip because like they did that psychological experiment like back in the seventies or whatever, where like they took a bunch of college kids and made half of them police officers and half of them criminals, and they like put them in a room for a week. And all like the police officers like started abusing their power. Like, yeah, we can do whatever we want after like a few days, and it like showed that. Like, any human is, like, susceptible to going on a power trip when they have power. Well, I think it's that uh, who watches the Watchmen thing. Yeah, that's for my Watchmen fans out there. <laughs> it's, it's you know, the people who, are, who have the power, who watches them. And now that there are cameras and there's camera phones and things everywhere, yeah. I guess now we are watching them again. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I feel like, I feel like it's a situation where it, it, it needs to be less police state Like, dudes in camo and, like, body armor and shit. And more 
Mayberry. Like, like you know, old school, like, uh, the cop is in the town and everyone, know- like, you know, the old t- timey, like, 1950s. Everyone knows the police officer. Yeah. Like, that's like, Joe, the policeman. He's like, yeah, like oh, that's Sheriff Joe. Oh, boy. Right? And, <laughs> yeah. and we don't have that. Like, there's... In most cities, the people who are the cops there don't live in that neighborhood, and I think that's wrong. I think, like, everyone should – if I'm a police officer, I should live down the street from the people I police. And yeah. So, like, they know me, I know them, and we have, like, this bond, and so I'm there to help them not to constantly be out to arrest people and be suspicious of other people. But then there's, like, Chicago, where on the north side everyone lives because they don't want to die, and on the south side nobody lives there because then you'll die. Well, I, th- I mean, that's the thing, though, is the police of the South Side should be should come up from young men and women in the South Side. Like the people who live there should create the police force for that area. Yeah, that's like, a like, good it, idea. It, it doesn't make any sense if the people in the North go to the South and and they're already they already have this uh, belief, like, oh, it's rough down there, and I, I'll be killed. They're gonna go in as hard as hell. And be yeah. mean and nasty to everyone, and no one needs that. So if you had people who lived in the area actually uh, police the people who like their own friends and family, like that'd be so much. That'd be so much better, yeah. infinitely better. And I don't think they'll ever do that. No, because that's because that's that's work. That would take <laughs> that would take a lot of work yeah. and a lot of money. And we that's not how we roll. Just look at the education system. <laughs> <laughs> We are 14 minutes into episode right, 100, way, and we are super dream. topical. Wait, I had a dream <laughs> about aliens. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. All right, sure. so this is what happened in my dream. I was in this dream, and we like we knew the aliens were coming down, right? And I was like assembling. Apparently, I was like the assembler of the alien defense. And so we got like all these people together. We're like, here we go. And then the aliens came down. They started killing everyone. And I was like, don't so kill you me. Complete, you completely failed your job. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, don't kill me. So they didn't kill me. And then uh, I got to go with them, and they were like, just don't go out of line. And they took me to a big shopping mall that was like their spaceship. And there was like a few other people I saw there, and they were just like, as long as you don't talk back to us, the humans can live. And so, like, even though all the people over in my human defense squad died, I got to live, and it was in a big shopping mall, and then I woke up. I see your shopping mall dream, and I raise you a dream I had the other night where <laughs> I was watching TV, but every TV channel was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, except they're all licking each other's heads. <laughs> it was a bunch of turtles just like, <laughs> like just licking their foreheads, and it, it, I couldn't not watch it. I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> and it, it was on every channel. Why and then I woke turn it off. Then I, well, because it was a dream. I don't know. Then I woke up and was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> right, I don't know what any of that means. Let's analyze that dream. So you're, uh, you're flipping through channels like you're flipping through chapters of life. Uh-huh. And the Ninja Turtles represent a simpler time in your life, the childhood, <laughs> where the Ninja Turtles were your heroes, like your, uh, your government. They governed uh, your life. Uh-huh. And so by them looking each other on the head, uh-huh. They're kind of, they're kind of, you know, they're looking at each other on the head. Mm-hmm. And that really makes no sense. That's pretty dumb. No. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. I, here's how I would interpret it. Okay. No matter what I do, right, flipping the channels, no matter what I do, I am focused on uh, the youth involved with licking head. <laughs> and because all dreams are sexual... Uh-huh. 
we know what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Your dream's super sexual. Yeah. You, you are supposed to lead a defense force. Mm-hmm. So you've been put in a dominant position, mm-hmm. but you fail as a dominant, and then a being of higher power forces you to submit. <laughs> Whoa. And then makes you go shopping <laughs> with it. Whoa. Basically, basically, we learn Krendor is submissive. See, it's all sexual. It all makes Dreams sense. are all sexual. Wow. I lo- I want to point out that we quickly went from culturally relevant topic to sexual dreams like that, <laughs> and now we're back on track, baby. One hundred episodes. You. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what we do. Yeah, take the serious, and then we quickly divert away from it. Yes, once we realize we're getting too serious, we run. We just run. Yeah, especially if there's aliens. Oh, especially if there's aliens. Sexually uh, dominant aliens. What's your dream mean then? I said. I said what my dream meant. You like young turtles licking each other? (laughs) No, God. Where were you you for that entire first half of the conversation? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Were you on board the alien ship? (laughs) Yeah, I was shopping. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. All right. Well, I think we should go to Chapter Gap 7 of the Sky with Crandor. Crandor, how's that traffic out there? Oh, man. Traffic uh, today is uh, not too bad. You'd think it'd be worse, but uh, it appears that Martin Dax is down on the docks fishing. So that's cool. You fish there, Martin. And Terry Dunyon. Is also down there. Looks like she's on her speedboat. Oh god, the aliens are invading! Thanks, Crendor! <laughs> Can I just tell you, the beginning of that alien speech sounded like they're like, Mamma Humba, hell! Like that one song. <laughs> It's telling you to sing a song. What Mamba song? Mamba I don't know what song that is. It's a song from like the 80s, I think, or 90s. Mamba Humbo. They used Ay-ay-ay. to they used to use it they used to use it in uh, Carnival Cruise commercials. It's like Carnival Cruise, Mamba Humbo Boheo. I swear to God, that's true. All right. It's true. Mamba humba hell. I don't think I've ever heard that song. Or maybe I've heard it, but like You have, but that's not the lyrics, obviously, but that's the the, the tune and the, and they say stuff like that. <laughs> exactly you know, like it's that. it's gibberish. They're saying gibberish. Mamba humba Yeah, that's something. Carvel look up Carvel Cruise Lines at some point. All right. And you'll you'll get not right now. We're in the middle of a podcast. Oh. All right. <laughs> Speaking of cruises, what's the weather like? Is it cruise weather? Oh, uh, no. Maybe we'll have to search for a cruise. Cruise Town, Louth, Ireland. Cruise Town? Really? <laughs> cruise Town. Cruise Town. Of course it's in Ireland. Of course. Uh, today in Cruise Town, Ireland, we got 43 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 36, however. Uh, probably they also don't use Fahrenheit, but too bad this is an American podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take that, cruise town. <laughs> yeah, and I learned nothing else in my schooling. Mm-hmm. Uh, wind, southwest, 13 miles per hour. Humidity, 78%. You could go on a cruise in 40. You could go on a cruise in 40-degree weather. 
Yeah. yeah if it's 36, you'd probably be cold, but you can still go on a cruise. People take Arctic cruises all the time. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like the Arctic swimming people, the polar bear swimmers. I love the polar bear people because they're always like 80 years old and old <laughs> old fat men, and they're just like, I'm going to go jump in this water. It's going to keep me young. <laughs> Done nothing else with my life. That's that's There's a certain like collection of old people facts yeah. that I am starting to adopt as I get older. Like one, one, smelling a baby's head will keep you younger. It will give you the baby's powers. Uh, every every time old people smell a baby's head, they go, <laughs> oh, smells like youth. Why are they smelling that baby's head? Because they're stealing his youth. That's why <laughs> children age. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Time doesn't even exist, right? So old people, in order to live longer, sniff the heads of babies. I just blew it wide open. That's some Illuminati shit. Second, <laughs> hot food, spicy food will keep you young. Eat, eat yeah. spicy food will keep you young. I agree. Third, cold, cold water. Jumping in cold water will keep you young. And all mm-hmm. this stuff is to keep themselves young. That's this is why a- if you take cold showers, which nobody wants to because it's cold, yeah. you'll probably live longer. It's probably true. It's probably true. Yep. I, I take hot showers. I'm probably melting my skin away. Yep. I'm probably killing my- uh, uh, Your cells. My cell. Yeah. They're probably overheating and dying. Yep. Look, I'm no scientist, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> I'm no scientist, but- <laughs> <laughs> we just cracked the code. That's weather. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's weather. And sports. All right, we got some big sports news. So uh, baseball started again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so that's the thing. <laughs> everyone, also, everyone said meh. <laughs> like I guess I'll go to a game or two. Hey, uh, the Cubs won a game. So now this they... really, this really is the end. <laughs> yep, it is. The, the aliens end. really are on their way. They might make it back to uh, mediocrity this year. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being really bad. Uh, and then the uh, NFL has hired their first female referee. And there's a lot of buzz about that. Why? Like, I never understand the buzz about that crap. Because she's like the first one. And then there's always people like, why is there a woman doing it? Like, there was there was a uh, uh, thing that was on the TV. The old TV box. I am getting old. <laughs> give me give me children to sniff. Um <laughs> There was a documentary that was on TV, or it was like one of those, you know, either MSNBC or CNN news profile shows, and it was about Hillary Clinton. And it was about Hillary Clinton running for Senate in New York. Mm. And while she was running for Senate, she was still the first lady in the White House, right? And this was like 1999. And so everyone was like, oh, she's, you know... Going to be this the first woman senator from New York, and this is first first lady to run for Senate, and she's the first first lady to do anything but be first, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But it never focused on the fact that she never lived a day of her life in New York, and then went to New York, ran to become a senator from New York, and won. Like that's the story. Like this <laughs> this human being who had no relation to a place moved in, said I'm going to win here, went up against Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of New York, <laughs> beat him. And was like, well, I'm, I'm uh, thanks, I win. Like, that's the story. It has nothing to do with her being a woman. I was like, that's ballsy as shit. She's like, I don't even, I don't even know what the hell's going on here. Man, isn't Rudy Giuliani like a typical old white guy with glasses? It's like I run this place. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he was uh, the the he's really famous for being like the mayor on 9/11, the guy who sort of like rallied the city. Oh yeah, he's that guy. And you know, it's it's interesting that the story that they told was about this. 
you know, this wonderful woman who did, was like, what about this, like, great human being who just destroyed everyone? <laughs> That's the story. That drives me That drives me crazy when it's like, there's a woman who's going to be a referee. It's like, if it was a dog, there's a dog who's going to be a referee. That's a story, right? Yeah. If, if this chihuahua is going to be the first ever chihuahua referee, that's a story. <laughs> yeah, that's there a been, story. There have been women refs forever, just not in the, in the NFL. Well, that's your problem, NFL. Yeah, there's one. I know there's some in the NBA. So it's like there are women refs know, everywhere. Like, Just this is there. If anything, the NFL is late to the party. Yeah, yeah. The They're NFL late. is always late to the party. That, that, I, I've said it again uh, many times because there's, there's young women in high school and junior high who play football. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time before they play pro. Yeah. And with that said, I still stand by my firm belief we should let them do all the drugs they want. Yes. And make them into giant superhuman freaks. <laughs> I agree. I stand by this and I will continue to stand by it. I want I want giant <laughs> like spikes coming out of their backs and like fangs and robo arms. It doesn't matter if you're a man or woman at that point cuz you are a cyborg death machine. <laughs> yeah. And they just it's pound just... into each other and they rip their flesh off. Like that's what I want. It's all about that's... entertainment. Yeah, it's just our, it's our... they know what they're in for. Yeah, so just they know let what they're do... in for. If they're going to Use steroids. Let them use steroids. If they want to do that, fine. Yeah, great. Anything you need to do to get ahead in the game, you can yeah, do it. Literally anything. You want to bring a gun on the <laughs> field, go for it. <laughs> you got to shoot that giant humanoid who's trying to kill you. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Down goes Big Joe. <laughs> the stadium rocked when he fell. Literally. I can just See? imagine the the rock. <laughs> oh, we need, oh, I was about to give, give a moment from uh, Furious 8 or 7 or whatever the damn movie's called. <laughs> uh, oh, like, yeah. Have you seen that yet? No, not yet. Oh, Crandor, you need to. What? You need to see the new Fast and Furious movie. Basically the, rock in it. basically, the Rock becomes the Incredible Hulk. Whoa. Like, there's even a scene in the movie in which they go see The Rock, and on the TV in the background is the old sh- the Incredible Hulk show. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, The Rock's basically that character. Like, he's, to the Avengers, he is, in this world, he's the Incredible Hulk. He shows up in the movie, and whenever he shows up, he steals the scene, and he does something incredibly silly when he when he does it. It's amazing. It's, um, like, it, it, the rest of the movie, okay. It's a solidly okay movie, but The Rock, <laughs> yeah. when he ever shows up, you're, like, applauding, and you're cheering, like, this is amazing. The Rock. But, uh, yeah, in my football, The Rock would be a player, but he'd have, like, the machine gun that he has in the movie. <laughs> this giant, tur- like, airplane turret machine gun. <laughs> and, he, and that's it. And he's the linebacker. And he's just gunning down, like, Big Joe. He's like, <laughs> That's my yeah. football. My football would be amazing. Yeah. And that's what, the, that's what the, I thought the XFL was going to be. That, that thing oh, yeah, WWF the XFL. was going to be. Man, I thought that was going to be just like that. Like, XFL. It's going to be whatever. No rules. Whatever we want. And it was boring. Did that even last like a year? It lasted one year. It yeah, they had a, a 5.4 out of 10 on TV.com and the 3.8. Yeah, it was bad. IMDb. It was very bad. And I th- it was supposed to be the wrestling of football. Yeah. So, like, it was going to have stories and it was going to be like, I'm calling you out, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it was awful. It was awful. Yeah. But they wanted to make it extreme football, inject everyone with hormones. <laughs> Make him into like gene therapy. Make him into like half cat, half man. <laughs> the running back is half cheetah, half man. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> that would be pretty great. I'd that'd be that. so good. 
I I'd know. Watch that. I think oh. everyone would just to see it once, and then once you watch it once, you're hooked. <laughs> sure, some people would be like, "You, sh- this is wrong. We shouldn't experiment on people. That's why we make clones. There's, there, we just make clones and robots. So we have clones fight robots. Star Wars did it. That seemed okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. The XFL apparently had a Birmingham team? Yeah, man. I forgot. They had the Orlando Rage, the Chicago yep. Enforcers, mm-hmm. the New York, New Jersey Hitmen. There's one city combined. Can I can uh, I can I also point out the amazingness of naming everything after like the seediest side of the city? <laughs> yeah. so you have the New York Hitmen from the mob, the Enforcers from the mob of Chicago. Yeah. Like, like let's name everything after the mob. Hey. <laughs> the, the the Los Angeles Extreme with an X. Mm-hmm. Uh, the San Francisco Demons, mm-hmm. the Memphis Maniacs with an X at the end for Maniacs. Of course, of course. And the Las Vegas Outlaws. The Outlaws are, I think they still play. I think they're a like double A team or I don't know what the different like leagues the are. Arena for, League. Yeah, I think league. they're an Arena League yeah. team now. Because I know they exist. Because I've seen some of the stuff when I go to Vegas. I see like posters and things. Yeah. Um. Well. Man, I want to look up like you. I will say they're creative. They're creative in the XFL because they didn't name anything after animals. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Jaguars and Panthers and Forty (laughs) Niners. Forty Niners were like animals. They were wild men. Yeah, yeah, really wild, crazy men. Those Forty Niners, you got to keep them in check. Got to keep those Forty Niners in check, man, because they wanted that (laughs) gold. God. And then, oh my god, hold on, I'm just looking through this XFL thing. Uh-huh. It's, uh, the one guy was named He Hate Me. Yeah, that was the dude, and he had it on his, uh, jersey. Yeah, on his jersey. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And people were like, who's, who's he? <laughs> Who hate you? Yeah, I remember all, I remember all of that. I watched yeah. the first season of the XFL, and it was horrible, but I, I, I remember, watched it. I remember watching the first episode of it, and... Like, seeing them all, he's like, this is the XFL. And then they, like, all ran for the ball in the middle. Like, that's how the kickoff was. They just ran at the ball. Oh, there was no kickoff? I don't remember that. Yeah, there wasn't any kickoff. They just, like, ran for the ball in the middle of the field. I think the idea was everyone's supposed to, like, fight. Like, it was supposed to be more in your face. Yeah. Which is, it's a great idea, but they didn't do it right. (laughs) They didn't do it right. There should have been, there should, like, it should be like wrestling. Brass knuckles, chairs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude's using the bench. Yeah, it should have been like wrestling. Like, it should have uh, been like wrestling. Referees like tackling people. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Just like, and the referee's got a bet on this game, so he takes <laughs> down Jimmy in the back fail. <laughs> They'd have uh like corn swoggle and all the different like uh, Paul Bear, all the different guys. Each coach would actually be like the hype man. Yeah. That'd be so much. Why aren't we in charge of everything? Yeah, I don't know why either. That's because we're submissive to aliens. We're submissive to aliens. Yep. We need to be dominant to the aliens. And then we can take over. Yeah, then we'll just take over at that point. Yeah. 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 That's sports. That's sports. All uh, right, what's our big news story of 100, ep- 100 episodes? All right, so big news story of 100 episodes. I was going to uh-huh. do Russia Outlaws Celebrity Memes, but now we already know what it's about. <laughs> it really does tell you everything. Yeah. That, uh, that headline is the perfect headline. It gives you everything you need to know. Yeah, they're not, they're not happy with the, the memes. Okay. So, uh, this one might be fitting. It's uh, about cruises. What? The seven secrets of cruise ships. 
I like this. This could help if you're going to go on a cruise. Summer's almost here. Yeah. All right. So. Why do I have a feeling this was a paid for article? By Yahoo Travel? No. (laughs) Did you you know that if you go on cruises, you can have the best experience of your (laughs) life? I did not, Yahoo Travel. I did not. Well. Uh, Yahoo Travel says, whether you've taken a dozen cruises or never stepped foot on a gangway, you may be surprised by some of the secrets hidden on board. Have you ever been on a cruise? No. I've never been on a cruise either. I don't like water. I... Agreed. Sharks. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I don't like just being on a ship for a long time. Like, I feel like I'd just get bored or I'd be like, I don't know what to do or I want to go on the internet. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And... Uh, it just seems like you're stuck with just a bunch of annoying people. So if you want to escape them, you can't. They're just around you. Also, lately, everything I've seen about cruise ships usually ends in, and then the ship sank, or then everyone got sick. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I haven't seen any good cruise things lately. Or, and, and then the ship disappeared <laughs> in, like, the Somali pirate. <laughs> yeah, cruise. like, I'm not, I'm not, sorry, cruises, but maybe this article will change your mind. Yeah. Uh, so here's some secrets. Number one, there's a whole other world you can't see. You're really only going to see half of your cruise ship. Many of the things you have access to on a cruise, a cabin, dining hall, bars, sun decks, gyms, have separate versions on a lower deck for the crew to use. These are off limits to guests. Whoa. Wait, what? Yeah, but how does that help me when I get on a... There's Uh, a bunch bunch of awesome stuff you'll never (laughs) see. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, there's a Morgan ship. Oh, yeah, of course. Because if someone dies, they got to put them somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they got body bags prepared to hold bodies. That's so morbid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number three, crew members don't just. Wait, that was number three. That was number two? Yeah, that was number two. So far, not convinced. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, crew members don't just work hard, they work every day. Many crew members work seven days a week during the time they're on board and for more hours a day than typical American works. Or workers, then they get off shifts. Uh, the result, they're traveling around the world, but they don't get to see the ports. Uh, well, I, I've had I've had friends who have worked cruise ships as like the entertainers. Yeah. And they would, I guess, the entertainers do it differently than the rest. Because yeah. as far as I'm aware, my friends who are entertainers are like, I go on do two or three hours, and then I go like find the hot chick on board and bang her. <laughs> and then, then I wake up the next day and lounge around for a couple hours, and people come up and say how good of a job I did. I was like, wow, that uh, that's interesting. He's Man, like, sounds, I get to see the world. <laughs> sounds like the entertainer typical life where they have it a lot easier than all the other people doing. Yeah, everyone else jobs. on board is doing all the work, and he's like, bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> I sing a few songs, I flirt with a few broads, and then I take one or two of the old ones home and bang them. <laughs> like, all right, well, this good, good on you. And he's like, I never have to see them again, because then they go home after the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, number four. Uh-huh. <laughs> Crew members uh, live on board, but not year-round. Cruise lines hire officers and crews for typical four to six-month stints, depending on the position. Then they go home and come back on board or get on another ship after a two- or three-month month break. Yeah. Hmm. So you get paid, they get paid a, a bunch, and then they get time off, and then, yeah. Interesting. <coughs> Woo! 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 Season. The crew All may right. know a lot about you, like really a lot. Surprised when a crew member knows your name right away or how you take your tea? Don't be. On luxury ships, the cruise lines collect information about your likes, dislikes, and store it in a central database. Then, if you return on a later sailing, the information is shared with the crew along with your photo. If it's your first sailing, your cabin cabin steward will get your photo and be told if you're a first-time passenger. 
So basically, they stalk you. They, yeah, stalk, they stalk you for you. information. This is worse than Facebook. Yeah, it's worse than Facebook. At least Facebook tells you that they're stealing your information and and selling it to Coke. But yeah. the, on cruises, they're like, "Welcome to board. Here, let's take your photo. <laughs> then we can serve you tea because we'll know you like tea, and, and then, then we'll, we'll stick like, you in the database. <laughs> Sell you to companies." The Great. captain doesn't really stand behind a wheel all day. Well, yeah, because it's computerized. Yeah, it's autopilot. What? What? what, what? Thanks, what? Yahoo. <laughs> Good job, Yahoo. You're doing it. <laughs> the- There's never there. <laughs> there hasn't been like a wheel on a. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. <laughs> I bet you didn't know that's not a wheel on a boat. Well, back in 1948. I used to drive the wheel. It's a disappointing uh, era we live in because the wheel was the number one thing I enjoyed on the cruise ships. Kids have it easy these days. Without the wheel, there, there's nothing to do. <laughs> I just stand longly at the ocean and hope a tidal wave will take us all. It's <laughs> like got a room in his house made. It's just like the ship, but it's got a wheel in it. He <laughs> just like stands there like operating the wheel like these were the days. Shouting commands at people who aren't there. <laughs> His like, wife comes in. She's like, do you want some tea? He's like, damn it, I'm sh- sailing the ship, Gladys. <laughs> He's like, aye, aye, commander. Please. <laughs> it's like a laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> no, number seven. The crew may party harder than the passengers. Below the decks where the passengers live, the crew bars may stay open later and serve revelers more alcohol per person. Then in passenger areas, depending on the ship, the average age could be lower. But even if it is, chances are the celebrations are more intense. While some types of crew members, officers, and other employees, such as captains and stage show headliners, are allowed to have a drink in the same bar as passengers go to. Told most ya. humble imbibe in the off-limit areas. Remember the old adage, work hard and play harder. I'm sorry, what? The old adage? Adage. <laughs> <laughs> I, it says... What does the word adage mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's the first time I've even <laughs> seen that. Adage. The word adage. <laughs> Sounds like it could be a cruise ship. The adage, first off. <laughs> and, not how that's, that's not how that's pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> what is that pronounced? From now on, it's pronounced adage. Hold on. Let's see. Dictionary.com. Hold on. Plug-in. Allow plug-in. Uh-huh. Adage. <laughs> the old Adage. <laughs> I'm going to drive my 1958 Adage. Camaro. Buick. <laughs> Skylark Sable. Yeah. Ram 450. Yeah. Down, Ram down the street. Mm-hmm. Well, they have adult coloring books. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's 100 episodes. Yay! We'll be back again with another soon. And as always, <laughs> that was the weakest. That was the weak. I've never heard a man miss more clearly over the radio. <laughs> We're not on the radio. Uh, we should be. Yeah, we should hire us, radio. We've done 100 episodes. That's a lot to be continued. <laughs>